Welcome to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. Thank you for listening. And now, here's the Sunday's message. So last May, I had the privilege of going to London, England to attend this big leadership conference, and it just so happened that it was right around the time of the coronation of King Charles III. And so all kinds of people were saying, Father, are you going to see the king? Is that why you're going to London? And it was like, no, actually, that's not why I'm going. And in fact, the way the flights were booked, it just so happened I was flying home on the Thursday, 48 hours before the actual coronation. And so, anyways, I'm at this huge conference. It was amazing. And uh, at one point, uh, we had a coffee break. So I stepped outside the Royal Albert Hall and just getting some fresh air across the way uh, was Hyde Park, this iconic park in the middle of London. And I noticed this police motorbike drive by. And then there was another and another. And I, and I thought, oh, that's, that's interesting. They're probably doing some drills, practicing for the big day just about to to happen. And then, not 30 seconds later, there's this luxurious brown fancy car. It must have been a Rolls Royce or something that drives by, and in the back is King Charles. And I whipped out my phone, and I took a photograph, and here it is. I was five seconds too late. So you're just going to have to take my word for it that I saw King Charles. He was right there. (laughs) Now, I don't know very much about the monarchy, uh, but from a young age, I remember kind of feeling a bit sorry for Charles, right? He's, his whole life, he's waiting in the wings uh, to ascend to the throne. His, his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, is, it was like she had been queen for decades and decades and decades, long before I was born, long after. It, uh, she set the record uh, for being the longest-serving British monarch. And in fact, it just kind of seemed like she was going to live forever until her reign did come to an end last year, and, and then King Charles ascended to the throne. And, and his reign, I'm sure, will be much shorter, maybe 10 years, 20 years, but his reign will also be temporary. And I think when it comes to these kinds of people, not just the official monarchy, but, but people who we think of as kings and queens, isn't it true that these so-called kings and queens We want them to stay on top forever. We want them to last forever. And I'll give you a few examples of what I mean. So, CEOs of famous companies like like Steve Jobs, right? This incredible innovator who changed the face of, of technology in our day. He's left his mark, and yet now he's passed. He's a historical figure. Or I think of sports icons. Like somebody like Christine Sinclair, and for, for those who've been watching from home, you know that this is the second time, second homily in a row where she's made it into the slide deck. Uh, great respect for her. You know, the face of women's soccer in Canada for years. And, uh, and she, in fact, she's set the world record for international, most international goals scored uh, between even men and women in soccer. And, uh, and yet now she's retiring. And somebody else will have to fill that void. Or, speaking of King Charles, I think of King James, right? LeBron, of course. 
who is playing currently his 21st season in the NBA at the age of 38, long past the best before date for most NBA players. There's no signs that he's slowing down. He's a phenom. And yet, I can guarantee you this. At one point, he will eventually be dethroned and somebody will replace him. Or I think of all kinds of music icons, you know, and, and we have these nicknames for them. Louis Armstrong, the king of jazz, Beyonce, Queen Bee. Uh, we've got Bob Marley, the king of reggae, Mariah Carey, the queen of Christmas, uh, Bruce Springsteen, the boss. I actually put that in for Father Chris Ryan. He's a dear friend and a huge fan of Bruce Springsteen. And uh, I hate to break it to you, brother, but even judging by the photo, you can see the boss will eventually have to retire. <laughs> And I think of all of these amazing people, we, we want them to stay on top forever, and yet their time at the top will be temporary. And certainly 100 years from now, 500 years from now, 1,000 years from now, will anyone even remember these people? And certainly no one will be following them. I think you can guess where I'm going with this. Today is the solemnity, this huge feast of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe. We declare him as King of kings, Lord of lords, of all space and time. Every single domain and territory belongs to him. All of time, past, present, and future is under his lordship. And today in our readings, this eternal king who will have no end... We're, we're given different images of what his kingship looks like. And so a couple things stand out that Jesus is both shepherd and judge. So right in our first readings from Ezekiel chapter 34, this image of the shepherd who goes after the lost sheep, rescues them, binds up their injuries, brings healing, strengthens the weak. I don't know if you caught it, the very last line of that reading says this, as for you, my flock, thus says the Lord God, I shall judge between one sheep and another, between rams and goats. And I don't know what it's like for you, but for me personally, there's some images of Jesus that I'm drawn to more than others, and, and frankly, I kind of like the shepherd Jesus a bit more, you know, the caring, gentle, loving, healing, uh, you know, rather than the judge. But the truth is that both are equally correct. And Jesus himself uses this description as judge in the gospel today in Matthew chapter 25. And it's drawing really from this Ezekiel passage the same judgment between sheep and goats. And, and here's what he says to these two groups First to the sheep, he says, you on my right, come you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And then to the goats on the left, you that are accursed, depart from me to the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. And we see there is a, an eternal consequence to both of these groups, one very sobering, sorry, one sobering, but one, one comforting uh, as well. And what's really the difference between the sheep and the goats? Service. It all boils down to service, where uh, these different 
calls that Jesus makes, those who are to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, welcome the stranger, etc. It's not an exhaustive list, but the call is to serve others. Now, I just got back from some time of vacation with my family and uh, got to visit all of them. It was wonderful. Got 10 nephews and nieces, and I know you're not allowed to have favorites, but one of them, uh, little Anna, she's five years old. She's particularly cute. You can see her here. And uh, at one point in the visit, Anna, she just kind of saw that I had this little water bottle, and she was like, Uncle Simon, I can fill your water bottle. And before I could even respond, she grabbed my water bottle, she scampered off to the kitchen. She kind of, like a monkey, she kind of climbed up, balancing on the, the drawers in the kitchen. She's leaning over the sink and filling up my water bottle. And then after that, anytime my water bottle went down to like the, the 80% mark, she's like, Uncle Simon, I'll fill your water bottle. And she grabbed it and, and, and did the whole thing again. I mean, she was taking literally this give drink to the thirsty. Good for her. But the point is that one day, each one of us will go face to face with Jesus, who is king, who is shepherd, and who is judge. And there will be this judgment. People will be sent to the right, to the left, the sheep, to the goats, to either be blessed or accursed. And so there is an eternal consequence, and so much of it is related to whether or not we serve others. Now we are in this preaching series, we're concluding it today, Serve Like Jesus, and we've been talking very practically about ministries here at St. Benedict's Parish and how you can get involved in some way. And, and it may have even appeared as though, you know, the precept here, we're trying to put pressure on people and guilt you into responding to this desperate need that we have. If we don't have more people serving, the whole parish is gonna fall apart. And true as that may be, uh, the real reason that we're talking about serving is because this call is so much bigger than St. Benedict Parish, any one parish, or even the current need of 2023. To serve others is to serve Jesus. To serve others is to serve Jesus, and in serving Jesus, there's an eternal consequence. And I think the craziest part of the gospel, both the sheep and the goats have the exact same reaction. They're both surprised. Jesus, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or when did we see you hungry and not feed you? They're both shocked. And Jesus says to both of them, anytime you did it for the least of these, you did it to me. There's this beautiful story of a saint from the early church, St. Martin of Tours. We just had his feast day recently. He was a Roman soldier, fourth century. He was in this town in France doing the rounds one night on a cold, cold night. And uh, he sees this beggar at the gate. And he pulls out his sword and he cuts his cloak in half. And he gives half of the cloak to the beggar. And later, Jesus appears to him wearing his cloak as if to remind him, anytime you do something for one of the least of these, you did it for me. So here at the parish, if you're 
in hospitality, if you're opening a door for people, if you're smiling as people come in, you are welcoming Jesus. If you're serving in the office, answering the phone, it's Jesus who's calling. If you're taking communion to the sick, those who are homebound, you are visiting Jesus. And obviously this extends far beyond the parish. We, we hope that our parish will be like a training ground for service, but every single parent of children of teenagers, every meal you prepare, every diaper you change, every sick child that you attend to, every time you're the Uber driver for piano lessons and sports games and, and taking them to a friend's house, Jesus is saying, you did it to me. Now, as a priest, I often find myself in the situation of preaching at funerals. And I think of this because we're talking about eternal things. And, and I sometimes wonder, well, what are people going to say about me when I die? And that's a really good question for all of us to be asking. But maybe even a better question is, what will Jesus say to me? Because, make no mistake, that's what will happen in the end. We will be face to face with Jesus the King. And so we want to give every single person here the chance to respond in some way to serve others. And so, yes, uh, it's, again, not just to fill holes, but when we serve others, we serve Jesus. And that has eternal consequences. And so we've been directing you to our website. You can go there, stbenedict.ca slash serve. There's a short questionnaire where we want to understand what's your experience? What are your skills? What are the things that you're passionate about so that we can try to match that up with, yes, some of the needs. And, and also there's like a menu of things that you might try to, to begin to serve. And if you find, hey, I've started serving and I don't know if this fits, no problem. You can try something else. But it's, it's worth stepping out to try serving. I'll end with this. Back in 2011, I, I got to go to World Youth Day in Madrid. And uh, I was with this group of 40 or 50 university students connected to Catholic Christian Outreach. And it was this amazing trip. Before World Youth Day, we were touring around the Iberian Peninsula. And we made this one stop in a place called Espezia. Now, I'd never heard of this before. It, it happens to be the hometown of St. Ignatius of Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits. So Ignatius, also a soldier in the 16th century, he was kind of one of these knight in shining armor. He, he just was so caught up in, in the temporary things of his day. And yet, as he's in battle one day, there's a cannonball that strikes his leg, he's injured, and he has to go home to convalesce. So he goes home to the family castle, and uh, he's up there healing slowly. And it was during this time where he goes through a remarkable conversion, where he, he switches from being focused on the temporary things of this world to Jesus, the eternal king. And uh, we had the great privilege of celebrating Mass up there at the top floor. It was his bedroom. It's been converted into a chapel. And uh, at the end of Mass, all the students went down to get on the bus. And I noticed this one young lady. She kind of lingered. She genuflected. But she stayed down for a minute or two and, and then uh, got up to depart. And I asked her, what were you doing? She said, I'd heard this story of St. Ignatius 
that during this time of conversion, uh, he, he knelt down, uh, much like a king would bow before, uh, sorry, much like a, a, a knight would bow before his king to pledge allegiance. And he made this kind of oath of fidelity to Jesus, his eternal king. And she said, I, I just wanted to do the same thing. And I thought, that's a great idea. And so I decided to do the same thing. And so I was late for the bus, no surprise there. But, uh, but it's so interesting, isn't it, that, that in this life, we pledge allegiance very subtly to all kinds of things. We buy products from big companies. We, you know, we want to go to sports games to see professional athletes. We go to concerts uh, to see uh, performers. And, and all of that is fine, as long as we are clear that there is one king above all other kings, and his name is Jesus. And what I want to do to end this homily, I just want to take a knee. I'm going to kneel down before the altar here and... And just pray in silence. And, and anybody, you're, you're welcome to join me if you feel inspired. But I just want to renew my pledge to serve Jesus, my King. Thank you for listening to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe and share this with a friend. God bless and have a great week.